0: So, checking,
1: checking, and savings.
0: So I heard uh, you and uh, your wife Julia
1: got boozy on Saturday night. Yeah, I, man. We. Uh, this is based on the Twitter. Twitter. Twi- yeah, which is how most of the information about me is disseminated. Um, we uh, we didn't have a plan to do that, but the kids ended up with Grandma and Grandpa for the night, kind of on short notice. So we didn't we didn't have any plans. It was kind of late in the game to try and like, oh, let's make something happen. So yeah, we. we I don't know. We don't we're not drinker, like big, dr- I'm drinking a fucking Diet Coke right now, but yeah, we we were like, yeah. what do we want to do? Let's go to a brewery. So we went to a brewery and we had way more than we should have had. <laughs> and they're we like, what do you want to do? And are we like, uh, we should eat some food. Let's get dinner. And we went to like a fancy place and we had a bunch of wine. We like, what, what do you want to do now? <laughs> you can tell I'm getting drunk. And that, we are like, let's go to the casino. <laughs> like, a, like a, and this is Mistake not, Lake, by the way, right? Mistake Lake, yeah, yeah, which is which is not too far away from us. Yeah, you can see the fucking racist teepee of light uh, right from where we're at, and uh, we we're like, yeah, whatever. We don't gamble much, you know. We're sa- financially savvy, what the hell? So we went there and just drink after drink after drink. They can't give them to you fast enough in the casino because can, the drunker you are, the more investment you make in Uncle Misty. And so, but we won. We were like winning a shitload of money and just drink, drink, drink. And we got. Uh, we were both pretty drunk but um julia got drunk enough she thought that she got robbed uh, <laughs> because she's like we need to go and she's like feeling her like where's the key to my van i can't find it where's the key to my van i'm like i don't know what you do with it i don't know she's like checking her purse and stuff no key i was like okay I'll well, check my coat because well, i was at the table had a hot hand you know and play uh, blackjack or for blackjack okay that's yeah. 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 hot and uh, I was like, check my coat. She checks my coat. Nothing. And so she's, like, going all – she's retracing steps. She's talking to guest service and stuff. I'm done playing blackjack. I tidy up my my fine winnings, and I put my coat on. It's just in my fucking pocket. The key's in my pocket <laughs> the whole time. I drove. So – and then we went home, and we had some some sex. Yeah. Some, 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 some uh, hot, sexy uh, – We lay down as a man sex. lies down with a woman. Yeah. Yeah, in a cool. biblical sort Sounds of like sense. Sounds like it was like a bang-up night for you. It wasn't a New Testament fuck. It was an Old Testament <laughs> fuck.
0: So, you know, no sheets. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, we had to kill a goat in a certain <laughs> order before we did it. It was very Old Testament. Yeah. All right. Well,
0: it's good to know.
1: Live from Fitzgerald's in St. Paul, we are the Daves you know. This is the Daves I know.
0: You want me to be that type of dude And I want to
1: be who you like me to But we both know I can't do nothing at all So we, you know, I, I talked about going to the casino here. Here's something yeah. I think people forget a lot of times. Donald Trump, who is your president. Ba- your president too, man. Well, let's let's not mince words here. He, he bankrupted a casino. Multiple casinos. Now, I want you to think about that. Yeah. The, a casino is built in such a way that all you need to do is unlock the door. Yeah. And it is profitable. It's literally designed. That's how it's, to, it's made. It's literally designed to not lose money. Yes, there are people who make a good share of money themselves as essentially actuaries who say, "What do the odds need to be, and what kind of foot traffic would we get, and we will automatically make X amount of money, and, they, they, and that's it." Yeah. In fact, these are all games that already exist. You don't even have to invent them. Like, yeah. oh, I fucked up the odds on that one. No, you just put the machines in the building. Yeah. And then you get the hell out of the way. It's literally designed to not lose money. Except for all the bullshit extras. I'm sure that he had, you know, gold-rimmed, uh, you know. Toilets and. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you get pissed on. Get a golden, plan, shower toilet, golden shower toilets. Golden shower toilets, you know. So. That That's how bad. Even though of all the evil things about him, the one thing he was supposed to be good at, the deal maker, he's fucking terrible. Yeah. Where are we Anyways. going with this? Well, it's the end of the year, uh, <laughs> end of the year season wrap-up. Yeah. And, uh. Do you want Something it? about start off with on a on a, a high note, and this team Do- is bankrupt.
0: Donald Trump rant, rant, or whatever.
1: We need to get him in on allions. Oh, God, no. No, here, think, think about this, okay? I don't, I'm don't. i not one for Donald Trump. I want you to think about this, okay? From an experience standpoint, he would pack it full of all kinds of unnecessary but kind of cool shit, right? There would be gaudy things, and I don't want that. But think about the amenities that he would build out for no good reason, just Jerry Jones Stadium but packed in half the size, you know? But he doesn't. we don't care about the finances. He gives a fuck who gets poor. It, I mean, I don't want him running our country into the ground. But we don't care what happens to the finances on the stadium. We just want a cool stadium. No. You see what I, that is literally no, what? no. No No, this is sound. God, sound no. logic. Oh I man. fever dreams days and nights thinking about this. Oh. Alright, well I that's your that's your Tifo lead, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Anyway, <laughs> it's the se,
0: it's the season wrap up podcast <laughs> running shit over here. Uh, yeah, we should
1: it, run TIFO. It
0: is. Well, God, no, another thing. Uh, you're right. It is the season, and like it's ending time to wrap, wrap up, it up. Wrap up podcast. Yeah. Um, before we jump into that, though, we're gonna, so we're gonna do. We're gonna have kind of the same format that we've done for most of the year, but we're gonna sort of blow it out a little bit as you. Elegant, elegantly referred to it on the uh, the text chain That we had earlier today
1: We've been blowing it out Blow The whole season, season. Um, yeah. We
0: may or may not have a special guest That shows up I don't don't know That's how, we'll how we ride <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, You know Again This might serve You know We're Just patreon pitch one more time You know, If you guys like this content You hear each week um, You know Love United in general You love our podcast You just love me and, and David uh, The Daves Um patreon.com backslash the Daves I know you help support the Daves uh, Dave's you know by going to patreon.com backslash the Daves I know and giving us any whatever little monthly amount uh, ideally like i said ending in uh, 0.69 or you know 420 um, also you know the other things that we that I don't we don't really ever hit on is you tell a friend about this podcast. Rate yep. the podcast if you're listening to this on like Apple or Stitcher or whatever. Yeah, give us money. Obviously, that's a big thing. But honestly, It'll like take likes too. Telling a friend, rating it, liking it. Yeah, just letting people know about about the Daves I know because there is. It's weird. Like for as shitty as this soccer team has been for the last several years, uh, the amount of content that is generated about in it. Minnesota yeah. by about this team. It's kind of fucking amazing, yeah. <laughs> and so we really appreciate anytime. Like anytime someone comes up to me And says hey I love to listen to your guys' podcast I don't listen to that other one Because fuck those guys And I'm like Oh We hear that a thank lot Thank you yeah. And then I also hear people who are like You know Who don't know that You know I'm one of the Daves Who's like Oh that fucking Daves I, I only know. listen to the fuck other Fuck that ones. shit yeah, yeah. yeah And I'm like Okay cool I get it But we're doing our thing the, Everybody has like That's the, the great the great thing about Actually about the Sort of the soccer You know Landscape here is that everybody's kind of doing their own thing, and everybody's yeah. different, and it makes a lot of sense. So, it's inclusive. Um, so yeah. So tell a friend, rate us, give us money if you go if you can <laughs> to the patreon.com backslash the Dave's I know. Uh, let's talk about the year. What the, what hell, the hell just, just happened? happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> David okay. Martin. Well, so what's uh, our? How do we kick this off? All right, so we're just kicking off with the Abu Dhabi best moment of the year.
1: Why is this named after Abu Dhabi? Because
0: I was thinking back to the Abu Dhanlati, uh Goal against Montreal.
1: I remember we that. That was a good shot moment. the hell yeah. out of that
0: ball. And I was like, Oh shit. That was amazing. So, so I'm calling it. The, I'm calling it
1: the Abu Ladi best moment of the year. What do you got? I just fucking almost threw up all of myself. Um, sorry about that uh for me it's darwin Kateros hat trick uh that obviously was a special moment it came Fuck at the, you. i have the same yeah well it was a great <laughs> moment it came at the tail end of uh, of a streak where we looked like a genuine playoff contender yes it was a huge win 5-1 our biggest one against a team that was good yes save your caveats about who played and who didn't yes i get it but um what a day yeah. My, my my silver medal was the photo not found gag for Zlatan there in that LA game, the LA Galaxy game. That was pretty great. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I, I 100% agree. The,
0: the DQ chip trick uh, against Toronto was absolutely amazing, and I don't think there's anything that topped that. Honestly. I don't think so. I mean, other than putting five on LAFC, I guess, maybe.
1: Just the concept
0: of having done that. Yeah, is just, a good just, feeling. Yeah, just the, the putting, putting five on LAFC at home. Uh, yeah, so, all right, cool. So that was easy. No, yeah, easy. it was very easy. We better so, have something contentious or this is going to be boring. Let's go with the Ibsen Bacchiel worst moment of the year, <laughs> which I'm just going to say the Ibsen Bacchiel <laughs> you <know what>, to, <laughs> I, to, to uh, Alfonso Davies is I, the – I forgot that until there was – the yeah,
1: I forgot all about that moment until I saw that the award was named that. <laughs> I'm going to f- – categorize that in a different place okay. for me worst moment was the Colorado loss I would say the Philly loss for the sheer size and scope of the destruction but Colorado was such a poor team, uh, yeah. and we were at home, yeah. and we didn't just lose, but we were thoroughly, visibly outplayed, yes. and of course it ended in a fucking brawl. So um, n- naturally, of course, there wasn't even like a silver lining. Like we didn't do anything tactically that gave us a good glimpse of what might work next year. We didn't learn any lessons. It was just utter annihilation. The weather was a little bit shitty too. Yeah, It wasn't? It was not nice out. Yeah, so, so it just. I mean, sucked. you,
0: you stepped on my. Uh I don't, I don't have a, a funny name for the most what-the-fuck moment of the year. That was my most what-the-fuck moment of the year thing was actually the, the Colorado Brawl and Harrison Heath stepping oh, up like he is one Protecting to do. those boys, yeah. Protecting his, his, yeah, protecting his boys and, uh, yeah, getting suspended for the last game of the year, last two games of the
1: year. So um, what is your most what-the-fuck moment of the year? I First of all, I want to clarify my opinion about Harrison Heath because there's nobody on this team, well, there's almost nobody on this team easier to shit on than Harrison Heath. I do not have anything personally wrong with the dude. It's not his fault that he's the coach's son. And he would probably be a great fit on the USL team somewhere, I think. Um, But the only thing about him is just the circumstances under which he came. We had a criminally bad year last year. Who's the first (laughs) signing? Let's bring in the fucking nepotism.
0: Anyway. And traded assets for him is the yeah. other yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know
1: what? Uh, God bless you, Harrison. Yeah. Get on with your life. I hope you have a good one. Um, my most what the fuck moment. Is, so, it's 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 tough to say. So, let me just montage them. Francisco Calvo attacking the media. Brand ambassadors. <laughs> passing grades. Colorado brawl. Finley and Molino out for the season, like, instantly. Uh, the Nico Benedetti saga. Any time that the MNUFC Twitter account tweets, those are the backheel. The, the, your your Ibsen backheel has now made it into that for me because <laughs> I forgot about that. I've never seen a play like that. It was astounding. All of those are dumb. Nothing compares to the Christian Ramirez trade, though, in terms of the, the sheer what-the-fuck of it. I yeah, even had... Hard. I think more balanced feelings about it than many people did. Uh, My, I I think ultimately I was really, really upset that all the moves they made that led up to him being expendable or it being a good idea to realize the value for him while you can get it. But once you got there, yep, you give it up and and it would have been nice if Rodriguez could have made an obvious clear case that, Hey, we knew what we were doing. It was a tough move, but we got something for it. And sometimes business is business, but that didn't even fucking emerge. So no more WTF than trading away um, a a Mount Rushmore Minnesota soccer player. To be fair, uh, I don't think he's Mount Rushmore.
0: Um, yes, I think he is. And uh, Rodriguez scored more goals than he did it's, for the rest uh, of the year.
1: No, and, and you know what? I have given. <laughs> yeah, just, I've given I, Rodriguez. I, I, space I agree too. with you. I, I just I'm being a I, dick. I've, I've tried to be really balanced <laughs> about my my thoughts about Rodriguez too. But I mean, it's it's not like you traded him away and he said, "Bam, we just signed a DP striker." Booyah. It wasn't, it oh, wasn't yeah, no, instant God or no. obvious success. Yeah, it was God, no. uh, It was a like-for-like like trade at best. At best. Yes. Fair enough. For now, oh. I still think that he could materialize into something better for the team, especially with better players around them, not all this stuff, not okay. playing from behind all the time. I think he could still get there, but, boy, doesn't look like a great move right now. WTF sure. of the year. Sorry, yeah. I went on long. No, that's fine. Uh, the next for you to so the star of the year. Who do you yeah, got the for the star, star of the year? year that, um, so with respect to Miguel Ibarra, who had an awesome season, uh, awesome. M- it was pretty good numerically, and then it was awesome by the eye test. There, I still think it has to be Darwin Quintero. The guy was dangerous anytime he touched the ball. He was creative. He's the only guy on our team who could take guys on one on one. I think he deserved a little tickle at the uh, MLS Best Eleven this year. Um, some people would say the team he played for is a detriment to making it on that list. I think the opposite yeah. should be true. Yeah, he was amazing in spite of everything happening <laughs> yeah, be- around him. Because so, the team was so fucking shitty, yeah, around he him. was still that good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think it has to be uh, DQ. Hot, hot, feet, cool treats. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I,
0: I agree with you that Darwin is a really good choice. I actually honestly think that Miguel Labar was probably the most important player for Minnesota this year. Um, he is the player who really contributed the most in terms of, uh, just his hard work for being literally for being not even in the starting 11 at the beginning of the year to what he did in terms of, uh, his goals, his assist, like the way he, the way he, his fluid, like, you know, his positional fluidity, um, that he was just in spite of fucking, and this is again, in spite of fucking Adrian, he, Like, that guy, that guy did more for – and that guy does more, has done more for Minnesota soccer than I think anybody has in the last, like, 15 years, honestly. Yeah. And the fact that he keeps showing up, he keeps doing the things he needs to do. Like, he was – the fact that he was left unprotected in the expansion draft last year yep. and still uh, – he still fucking came and brought it and mm-hmm. continues to do that. And he has a really weird obsession with shoes – like he has like he wears like a new pair of, of boots, almost every every game or whatever. Um, he just he just Miguelabarra for me is as was best the best player in Minnesota this year. Probably not Darwin Quintero, you know. edition. So
1: okay, well fuck Sorry. you. All yeah. Right. So
0: what do you got for the next Friday to do for the shittiest player of the year? award? Shittiest player of the year award. So uh, this would be interesting. Let's
1: see who you got. Yeah, I've only got nine paragraphs certain about this. So. um... <laughs> The award should somehow go to a defender. Minnesota burned the record for the worst defense in terms of goals allowed last year, and then they managed to one up it this year. How yep. could a defender not be the player, the worst player of the year? What? I do not have a defender as our worst player of the year. Here's my thought process. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing the, gle- the gleam in your eye. Bring right it now. on. Hold on. I, 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 I really want to hear this. First. Defenses work much more as a unit than as a bunch of collective individual acts of success That's and true, failure. Yes. So, um, what made it even so, if the whole unit plays bad, it's hard to assign it to one player. Additionally, I, one of the weird things is that although we don't have any great defenders, there wasn't one who was just singularly and consistently the shitty one. They all had games where they stepped up, and boy, Boxall had a good game. Boy, Coleman had a good game, and they all had bad ones. But the fact yep. that it was uneven like that makes it hard for to have one single standout total piece of shit you could always count on at least two of them having a bad game but they shifted that around finally an exposed defense is going to put up bad numbers even if it's a good defense i don't think we have a good defense but if you've got a central mid that is leaving them exposed to clean up shit all afternoon long doesn't matter how good they're they're still gonna be bad yep all that is why i didn't pick a defender okay for me that's a long red carpet to roll out for alexi gomez (laughs) alexi gomez (laughs) He, oh, that's just low-hanging fruit, man. He, he's already gone. <laughs> he's already said his goodbyes to the, the team and social media and stuff. This is a guy who had speed okay. and not much else. He had a lead foot, heavy foot, poor crosses, poor touch. He didn't really mesh stylistically with anybody that ever played around with. He ended his stint with no goals and no assists, I think, in 20-some-odd games. Uh, no player was as consistently poor as he was, and no other player failed both in terms of the numbers test and the eye test. He was never good. He never looked good. It was never even accidental. And interestingly, few other players this year got the length of rope that he got despite being as obviously poor as he was. It was a total package. I'm sorry, Alexi. I hope that your life has nothing but joy in front of it somewhere else. That's – it was mine too. So. It's, how, how could it be? It was such a compelling argument. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, I would, I would also give uh, uh, a uh, – Silver medal to uh, Tyrone Mears, and that failed fucking experiment. Um,
1: Just yeah, Tyrone Mears is what he is at this point. He played like he should have played. The whatever fucking guy went out and said, "Hey, seventy goals. Who should we get? (laughs) Tyrone Mears." That's the person who deserves a new award that we create. (laughs) The Manny Lagos. Fucking drunk front office move of the year is, award. This is just owned by Manny Lagos. Yeah, and he just wins it every <laughs> year. <yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, so,
0: okay. So, we both don't think Alexi Gomez was good this year. That's, this that's, is not a provocative uh, podcast. No, no, no. no, no. All right. So, let's, let's move into some other awards. Uh, the Vadim Demidov, worst acquisition of the year. i must say this uh, mid – I guess you could do, like, preseason acquisition. But I think last year we did this, it was – it was like mid-season acquisition. On, who, okay. So,
1: let's let's play with those rules.
0: Yeah. So, what was the worst acquisition middle of the year um, for for you for this fucking team?
1: I, well, so so uh, well, part of me wants to say Tyrone Mears, but he was an off-season acquisition. I think even if I w- went with Alexi Gomez, you could at least see the thought process that went into Alexi. Not great. It was another left winger when we had a 1,000. Sure. But, like, you could at least see what the thought was there. Yeah. But bringing in a 90-year-old defender on a terrible defense to boot at a fullback position, where speed is a premium anyways, yeah. I, like, there wasn't even a logic to that. No. So that, for me, made it the worst acquisition. If it okay. had to be a middle-of-the-year acquisition, oh, fuck. Oh. Right, we can, I guess we could do both, middle-of-the-year and then, you know, so... Uh. Do,
0: when did we pick up Gomez? That's a good. I can't even remember.
1: I can't remember oh, if he was man. an off
0: season or if he was. Uh... Let me let me let me throw one out there for you. Spice the up for you. Yeah, me here. let me throw one out there for you. Um, Fernando Bob can't agree with that. In terms of mid season acquisitions, yeah, he, uh, you know, he was okay. He was never. Gr- he wasn't great. I mean, I, the other so the other sort of candidate here, I think, is Angelo Rodriguez, right? So it's like considering, but I you know he scored some goals. I think he probably needs uh, another at least half a year to make sure like, to figure out Let's figure out whether he's actually any good or not. Fernando yeah. Bob was supposed to brought be brought in to help with Maximiano to help yeah. uh, solidify the the midfield, the and, and as as we've Triumph, talked right? about, yeah. yeah, as we've talked about for. The last two years, man, is that like, yeah, the defense is not great, but defense starts in midfield, and we have not actually done anything yeah. to help
1: fix that problem. Well, that's the thing. So, so I wanna, I wanna counter the idea that we didn't quote do anything about it. Now, it was still a problem. But I, I, th- when we brought in Fernando Bob, that was us trying to do something about it. Obviously, it didn't work. That's fair. Yeah, you can't fault the front office for trying to make a move. Getting no, no, Maximiano no, at the beginning of the year they saw the need they went after well, they it didn't fully pan out perfectly Max Max up at the beginning of the year they didn't give him they didn't really give him a run
0: out until you know how much later into the fucking season no so. yeah
1: i t- totally on board but if the if the question is um, worst acquisition well, part of the part of it's what's the question asking and acquisition just like a guy we got who ended up turning out not good or are we thinking about it as a in its totality is the idea of getting X guy. Do you do you understand the distinction I'm making? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I, I understand. Like the idea of getting Fernando Bob was good. If the, the idea was, was good. The exe- execution was poor. Is that part of okay, yes,
0: that, I mean that's that's my that's my okay. that's how I interpret this I'll, thing.
1: I'll give you Fernando Bob, uh, but I I don't think it was a bad idea to get him, and I don't think he's awful. I, I, as an addition.
0: I don't... I, I, here's the thing. I I, I want to say this. And I want to point this out. I don't think for getting Fernando Bob was a bad idea. I think it was a good idea. I think getting someone like Fernando Bob in that... Like, especially a Brazilian with Max me, I don't in that midfield is a good idea.
1: But it's more like he didn't have a great... He, just, he didn't
0: have a great year. And we or, didn't pick up that many people in the middle of yeah, the year, so this is a limited award. Exactly. Yeah. And or he didn't have a, a really good opportunity to actually like shine, which... Makes a lot of sense, especially with this fucking front office. All so, right. Fair um, enough. Moving along to the Brent Coleman Most Favoritist Player of the Year award. Who is your most favoritist player of the year? And this
1: obviously would be distinct from like best player. This is just like this a is personal. Just most, most favoritist player of the year. Because we already, already yeah, said best yeah. player of the year was Darwin Contreras. Yeah, yeah, so okay. I just want to make sure that. The, said, the criteria. I said Miguel here, yes. I want to make sure I'm thinking about most this. most so favoritist player. I'm going to. I'm gonna give you two and I'll have to choose one, but Jerome Thiessen continues to be a treasure I think it's too bad. He was injured so much this year, but he's I think he's a fan favorite for a reason. He's wonderful Um, Second I'm gonna maybe give it to Colin Martin because Colin Martin obviously uh, Had himself a season off the field, you know, and I uh, admire the the bravery it takes for him to, to step out in a place where it is not yet a place where you step out uh, in terms of uh, coming out of the closet. So um, he endeared me in that but I'm, st-
0: <laughs> I'm still gonna
1: say Jerome Teason <laughs> for all the positive shit that Colin did. I'm like, yeah hey, Jerome's a funny guy. Yeah. So I'll give I it mean to the him. correct
0: answer to this award is Brent Coleman. Brent Coleman is the most favorite player of the year. Uh, so I've all always right.
1: been fine with Brent, but I don't know. He's never he's never
0: oh fucking tickled my Fuck you asshole. He's like, never really Brent Coleman is the best player. All right, moving along. So the uh, we're he, calling this the Sam. You don't even Cro- have any criteria
1: for this. You just like no, yeah, he's it's he's, he's sexy. He's, uh, he plays. He looks better with the short he hair. He plays good football. Well, he plays um, fine. F- so if he's fine.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. No, I don't know. He's good for the value. Yeah.
1: Anyway. I, no.
0: All right. So the Sam Cronin Award for the best acquisition of the year. So, and this has to be in the middle of the year. <laughs> yes. Wait,
1: we, didn't, we, didn't we pick up like two players? Am I forgetting <laughs> I didn't, someone? Let's, let's, let's expand it to the off just, season just, as well. It was new so. this year. Yeah. New, new this year. This team new to throughout the New year. to
0: okay. United. Who do you think is the uh, best acquisition of the what year? It has to be the Darwin Quintero. Brother. Yeah. Which, who mean, was also, who was also <laughs> a
1: mid-middle of the season. He, yes, he didn't start he the year was, off, yeah, so. he, yeah, he came in, and, but... Uh, who, who's April? second? Because I, let's not... I mean, duh. Obviously, it's Darwin Quintero. Who's, who's the second place acquisition? Again, even going back to the beginning of the year. Uh Eric Miller? I thought maybe. about I th- yeah, I was thinking about Eric Miller. He he wasn't great either. I no, think he, showed, he wasn't. He showed some. He's good as a fullback that can get forward. Yeah, that's good. I have maybe it's oh, no. oh no 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 no
0: it's it's, it's Romario Barra. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. Romario Barra oh, what, yeah. what the fuck are we talking we about? Forgot about Romario Barra yeah yeah. I wish we he weren't injured players. as much as he were. Yeah, ab- absolutely. He yeah. was fantastic. He was definitely the best, the second best. Uh, this is such a
1: bad. Bad podcast. We don't
0: even know the players on the team. Yeah, That's no, 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 we do. But just we're like we're we're so we're so shell shocked by this fucking team being so goddamn terrible. That's what happened. That you know. we're like we're like traumatized. Yeah, you know, uh, into a certain trying to
1: block and repress these memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So let's uh, let's give <laughs> as we did last year. Let's give a front office grade. So what? Uh, and uh, and we're we skipping the we're we skipping the oh shit the passing grade the award? passing grade award. For the darkest moment of the year, the passing the grade award for the darkest moment darkest of the moment of the, year. of the year for you, David Martin. Uh,
1: yeah, what was the darkest moment for you? Well, my my what the fuck montage kind of went down a whole bunch of things that could have gone on there. I think. Um, I'll d- uh, let me just give you a, a real personal one. Sure. Does that sound all right? Bring it on. Um, <laughs> i would say the last days of uh the portland tifo of creating the portland tifo i thought you would go tifo i'm excited Let's yeah <laughs> yeah no it, we we had a real hard time finding volunteers for that yep. um it I was remember. it was toward the end of the year i think people had put a lot of time and energy i understand and people were kind of burnt mm. out on supporting but it was the one we needed the most support on it was huge um yeah it was a gigantic fucking tifo it, it, was, was amazing. it was a big one yeah, yeah. And um, so we had trouble with that and then we you know we we got to the finish line and it was like me and Angie and a couple of other people staying in there late into the night just to get the damn thing done and we we're just frustrated and grumpy and shit and then of course the, the day of it comes we couldn't even rehearse deploying it because it was so heavy that we weren't all collectively strong enough to raise it as a rehearsal. So we just needed to count on people showing up to volunteer at game time to help pull ropes. So who the fuck knew? We'd never seen it work. <laughs> and, and and it was so like the uh, the wind caught it like a big fucking sail while we we're rehearsing it and literally knocked a person down on the, in, in the stands. Wow. Cause it just rippled like a big sail. And so people are getting hurt doing the shit. And then of course deployment comes and the anthem is going. And then you're holding a fucking rope that falls. And so, like, a fucking chain <laughs> breaks up there. And I'm like, that moment, I think, collectively, all of the <laughs> angst of trying to push this thing over the finish line. I don't. And I, then that chain breaking. Do we talk about that on the podcast? Oh, we've talked about it. We've okay. talked about it. And, well, and on the podcast. I, yes. I, we, we talked about it on the podcast. Okay. Yes. yes. Yeah.
0: Because that uh, was not my fault. No, I get it. And I you were super it. pissed at me. I was like, dude, it was yes, not my no, fault. No, I
1: get it. But that moment. And it's captured, apparently, in that fucking documentary that is they it? aired tonight. <laughs> Excellent. Because, because the, the what what I, this is what I'm told. Everyone has seen the fucking documentary, except me, it seems like, even I though mean, I'm getting 100 chances. I mean, it's, it's it, but, it, but okay. I, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. So, yet. No, I, I haven't seen it, but I'm told that there's a, a moment where, after the Portland TIFO happens, where I am demonstratively excited that it went very well. That's what I'm told. Okay. But they don't know all the 50 things that... Fucking suck leading up to it. I watch you fucking fail up there, and I'm like, this thing, it's not only going to fail, it's going to kill five people. Luke Craig ended up with bandages all over his hands from the shit. It was a dark moment. It went off perfectly. Did fail? Your listen, fucking rigging failed. That, not me. I talk offline about what happened with right. the rigging, but that's anyways, it went great. <laughs> but it that did. moment, the yeah. culmination of all that shit, that was a pretty dark moment. That's
0: that's fair. Alright, <laughs> what that's right. What do you got? <laughs> um I mean I I have a lot of dark moments uh, from this year. Um, as someone who is actively like working to make sure people show up for watch parties, like going to watch parties and there's like ten people there pretty fucking dark and I think that's partially it's, it's because gonna of the feel team. Yeah. Um and uh, but honestly I think the darkest moment was we talked about it earlier, the Colorado game. Just knowing because I, I mean we knew this team earlier like earlier than that Colorado game that this team wasn't a playoff team and, and I think most of us had sort of accepted that and just sort of understood that and knew that um, but yeah that 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 fucking Portland game was just absolutely
1: no like punching the punch in the nuts like so bad <laughs> Benjamin Benjamin asked for the first time what his nuts were tonight he was like going potty, is sitting yeah. on the toilet, and he's like, feels like there's something in there, like <laughs> rolling around. That's like exactly what he said. Those, I'm, like, are, well, those are those are your balls. Those are your son. testicles. He's like, what are those? Yeah. And I'm like, well, your testicles are for uh, they have like chemicals and they and they help your body to work and yeah. your pee pee to work. And he's like, you mean like going pee? I'm like, well, you know that. and know everything else it does. Like, what else does it do? If you get punched, and I'm in like, them. well, you know, it yeah, yeah. Coming back to <laughs> your point, yeah.
0: All right, so moving <laughs> moving along, what is our uh, front office grade? So,
1: let's let's be clear. G- give us in anecdotes. the podcast agenda. It doesn't say the front office grade. It says the FO grade. FO grade, yes. The fuck off grade. Fuck off. Grade. That's my that's my grade. That's fuck fair. off. Fuck off. Okay. You managed to take a historically bad defense, and it got and worse. Make it worse. There were a couple of good signings. where Mario Ibarra was a good get. Darwin Contreras was obviously a good get. I've said a thousand times that I I think it's a complex question about the Christian Ramirez thing, but the way it was all handled and, of course, everything leading up to it, making Christian Ramirez excess parts was a big FU, of course, to the fans and everything. Um, The signings that they made on defense, you bring in Echo, who played, what, one minute of non-competitive soccer this year? He played... I, I think he Saipriza played in a game. friendly. He you know he for played the in the Saprisa game, and
0: uh, he played for at least twenty minutes. Okay, I mean, I was and and also sucked. very, very high. Okay. during that, so I, I could, I could be making that up. So he, so he, and he, <laughs> he did. He at least played, and it wasn't good. He definitely came yeah. into the pitch. I'm not sure exactly he did how long he, play he played. At. I don't think he played a. But I was definitely very, year. very high during so that so there's game. There's that. So. Yeah.
1: There's Tyrone Mears. So you're going to shore up the defense with a 36 year old gentleman playing fullback. An experiment that went really well with the old man Jerome Taylor. uh, Not Jerome, I'm sorry. um, 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 Last year, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. What's his fucking name? Jermaine Taylor. Jermaine Taylor, yeah. Sorry, I forgot his name. Uh, So we had an ancient guy playing playing fullback in Jermaine Taylor last year. Why the hell not try it again with Tyrone Mears? What the hell? And then what else we had? Uh, We had Carter Manley, whom we wouldn't give any fucking time to as a young guy. So – Oh, and what and did Olms- you do? And Omosberg, who and Olmsburg, you wouldn't give, you wouldn't give you any time give, to. Give time so to, what yeah. did you do? It took you half the season to, to, to shift it around, say maybe we try, I don't know. We got, we got Eric Miller, who was th- probably the best defensive addition we made, and that's a real, real relative fucking thing to say. So what did you do? You didn't do shit. I didn't do shit. It's the, it's the fuck off award.
0: Yeah. To,
1: yeah, the Chris Wright. I'm upward. usually very balanced. I think you are. At what normally, the front office yes. does, I've, and I've even said in this rant, the couple of good things that they did. The one thing that mattered more than any of the defense, you didn't do a fucking thing. I, you know what? Weirdly, the shitbags from last year were your starters this year. The same fucking starters. It's so. You brought backups in for the worst defense that's ever played. Backups. Uh yes I I literally I you know what was wrong with the defense last year they allowed seventy goals they didn't have good enough backups what about the guys that actually fucking played maybe they were the problem
0: <laughs> yeah no that's F yeah ass I,
1: that would be F gr- and this is for a team that brought in literally I think a best five MLS player Darwin Quintero. Love the guy, and they got him for a steal too. They did, yes, absolutely. You cannot. It all goes in the bag—the good and the bad. But so much bad goes in that bag. F. Yes, that's fuck. I
0: I don't even want to add words to that because that was so eloquently stated. And I don't I don't usually go And you go don't. There. And you I don't. don't. I'm the one fuck who normally em. is like on the Heath out, fucking like. Rant Train You That was That was That was gorgeous I you love that You fixed a
1: historically bad defense By bringing in backups And And it got worse yeah, and it, and it got well, worse. It and we didn't have, like, an outlier, you know, the first four games last year. they you, We even heard Chris Wright say in the little the, oh little, um, God, the off-season that. supporters thing. What's, let's get together. We're listen, gonna, listen. Hey, you take those first four games out of there, we're a playoff team. We're going to get to that, Dan. Well, guess what? We didn't have the first four games get, this we're, year. We're,
0: we were just evenly bad. We're going to get to that in a second. So let's talk about the on-the-field grade. Uh, the Adri- Basically, this is the Adrian Heath grade. Obviously, if you it's listen to this podcast, uh, you know this is uh, – the Heath out rant segment um, I will I will refrain from ranting about Heath out because Heath should definitely be out um, but uh, what would you give the on-field grade D It's
1: just D it what well, so we allowed more goals than our literally record-settingly poor defense last yep. year that's fair. Um, we did not make even improvement in like you could at least make the argument well we're moving in this direction you can see the plan unfolding even though it's in the nascent stages nothing like that we did not make there were a a few positions that became settled for the better miguel ibarra on the wing position settled for better darwin quintero is the second striker settled for better no other position save maybe romario ibarra except he only played half the fucking time on left wing could be said it was obviously settled for better so the results weren't there. I have a hard time giving an F because I see what happened this year with Orlando, with Colorado, with San Jose. Those are all teams, by the way, that we fucking lost to. Yeah. Uh, Orlando now. Orlando, we'd, yeah, we'd so Orlando. I, so I can't give it an F seeing what happens with those teams, but it's got to be a D despite the I, good moments. I, 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 I got to give it an F just because the fact that
0: in spite of us being ahead of those teams we lost to most of those teams that you just mentioned and that there is so one of the things that you know a lot of soccer fans talk about you know when you talk about Liverpool you talk about sort of right now gig and pressing I, and I you have an identity of what Liverpool is right yes. or your Manchester City even when it doesn't work yeah even if it yeah even when it even especially oh. when it doesn't work you have an yeah. you know, idea of what this what yeah. this team means what their identity is yes um, Minnesota United has no fucking identity at all. And no. that they haven't had an identity since Adrian Heath has been part of this team. And so my so my on-field grade is strictly only really based on Adrian Heath. And Adrian Heath is a fucking failure. He's been a failure at multiple levels. Um, and he's a failure at MLS right now, as far as I'm concerned. So... I give him an F, and I give the on-field grade an F because it's great that we had one of the best records at home in MLS this year, but let's think about that for a second. Think about, okay, we're playing on a college football field where most teams aren't bringing their best players who don't want to play on artificial turf. So what's that going to look like next year when we're playing on grass, which is going to be great. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm super stoked for Alliance field and I, I want the best players in the world to play, right. you know, on on our pitch. Right. Like, what's Think that, about what's what this look bad look like? team looks like yeah. against that. Yeah. yeah, and maybe we'll eke out. Maybe we'll, we won't win as many games. We'll get a couple draws instead. And then look at well, how this team plays on on away. Like this is not this is not a recipe for success no. in any way, shape, or form. This is a fucking oh. F. It's an F. The fact that Adrian Heath is not fired, is not uh, relieved of his duties right now, is a fucking travesty my on-field grade eloquently
1: put Uh. all right let's let's move to the uh off-field grade non sort of the front office edition so like like all all the other stuff marketing presence uh i'll I'll start here stuff i
0: think it's like a plus like they've just they've done a really the team has done a really great job about promoting the stadium like showing pictures Mm -hmm. lighting it up doing all the work that they need to do uh, and th- and that's what's really honestly my opinion buying them sort of the the cred that they have right now to keep going in this terrible direction that the
1: on-field version of the team is going so so uh, let me let me do a rundown of things I can think of that would fall into this category and give you a quick reaction to this so, first of all the stadium stadium is an a-plus yeah i've been in there and seen it now i have those not been in of there, you but yeah. th- some of you will remember some of you won't that's fine um that like last year or maybe even the year before that they did um surveys they did focus groups with supporters they wanted to come up with a laundry list of stuff that was important to us when we talk new stadium i've been there and i'm here to tell you it's all there it fucking made the lid like that. They just took it and said, "Here's the blueprints." That's what they did with our list. That's it's awesome. an A plus, and they've sold it well. Uh, the attendance continued to rise compared to last year, despite the team playing poorly. Uh, it it and, and it became sellouts. They had to end up opening up the upper deck. Eventually, uh, open it up to fifty thousand people. That's amazing for one game. The f- yeah, the, so so clearly the team uh, off the field is doing the right things to continue yeah. to bring people in. Of course, I, I believe that the game day atmosphere that folks like you and I create has a big part to do with that. But they're they're they have something to do with it too. Yeah, um, they secured a much better uh, broadcast deal than uh, now on on Fox Sports. That's always True. going to be competing with a very busy sports market, but they've got it. They're rebroadcasting the games during the weekdays and yep. stuff on a regular schedule. Uh, they're in the advertisements and the promos, and they're you know they're getting all that stuff. They've got presence at the state they fair and stuff. the behind the loons thing. The behind the loons, yeah, yeah. Their their video and um, some of their um, media related stuff, uh, maybe social media, notwithstanding. But their media is top yeah. notch. <laughs> they create excellent media. media. Yes. Maybe you. the only thing that I um, get confused by sometimes is you know the the, the the like this whoever was running the Twitter got into a. Weird weird fucking fight with somebody earlier. I don't know if you remember that. That was yeah. a weird move, but so if I had to take it from an A minus down to an A for that, it's still really good and you're only one fucking intern firing away from figuring that out. So it's great. Yeah. Which is which is so weird because
0: the the on field stuff is so much the opposite of that. I I can't figure out how they can't marry those two things together. It's
1: weird, but what I will say is it's much, much harder to get all the other stuff right than it is to get the on-field stuff right. When you choose to press the button, hire some better better, um, front office talent, including the coach, and you just decide to spend the money on the players for decent players, you can turn that around. It can be done. Certainly at least to bring you up to mediocrity and not bullshit. You can do that. You yeah. can't get the stadium right on a dime. You can't get the market presence right on a dime. You can't get the supportership right on the dime. You can't get the location. All this other stuff is way harder to get right and takes a way longer to fix it when it's broken. Yeah. So it's good. That's fair. Uh, all right. So we're
0: going to talk about... Uh, so there's an expansion draft coming up in December. Is it December? I think it's December. Oh, yeah, December. Late December. Yeah. I think. So uh, this podcast actually uh, started... When we did the Minnesota United Atlanta United uh, periscope. draft of drafts yeah, and we, we, we went uh, to uh, Sweeney's and we did a yeah. live periscope and then we
1: got done with that. We're like, it hey, fucking hey, man, this thing might this might be a thing that we could do. It was, it was so informally planned. That it was I I think I took work off that morning. You You're like, did. hey, you want to do this? I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll take work off. Yeah. Let's do it. Like yeah. there was no plan. We're like, and it was on a cell phone. Yep. I, all. I, it wasn't even like a tablet. it was yeah, just somebody's no, I know. I had my cell phone, phone.
0: Po- I, like primed up against like I think a, a glass. Oh. And, and then, we ended uh, up having
1: like forty some odd viewers right yeah. after the draft to see what was, we thought about it. I'm like, it was what amazing. the hell is this? Yeah.
0: So uh, so let's let's talk about because uh, Minnesota United has to protect eleven players in the expansion draft and. I joked. Uh, are there even 11 players that we should protect on this team? Uh, some people got upset with that, and uh, I still believe that there are not 11 players that we should protect on this team. But let's, let's here's run where go. down. So let's, so let's run through. Uh, so I, I have. Let's go through the not protected. I, no, others. I I
1: don't remember what mechanism. Like for instance, is a DP automatically? No, you have to protect him. a DP. You, the okay. only,
0: I think, the only things are are generation Adidas and homegrown players. You okay. don't need to protect. So like, uh, Colin Martin, for example, is a homegrown. You don't need to protect Colin Martin. Not our um, home, but we, but you know, but he's still somebody's home. home. He's yeah. still homegrown. Yes. And then uh, like Abu Dunladi, Mason Toy are still considered generation Adidas. Are they? You don't okay. need to protect that, protect them. Okay. So here are the not protected others. Uh, Alex Cap, Mark, Birch, White Elmsburg, Carter Manley. Bertrand. Sorry, this is your list of people you would choose not. I'm to saying protect. I'm saying these are probably the not. They're probably not going to get protected. But it's not your opinion. Not You're my just opinion. Saying, I no. think. Yep. Yep. This is what's going to happen. Alex Cap, okay. Mark, Mark Birch, White Elmsburg, Carter Manley, Bertrand, Awandi, Ekiyo, Fernando, Bob, Sam Cronin, Ibsen, and France Pangop, Pangop Party. Um, do you see? Are you? Do you have a reason to protect one of
1: those people? I protect Angelo Rodriguez. Well oh, no, no! These are the, f- the protects. So these this are these are the not
0: protected you- that I think are have. There's there's no reason to have a discussion about these people. Do you do you have a a, a reason to discuss any of Alex Cap,
1: Mark Burch, Whiteomsburg, Car Manley,
0: yada yada yada?
1: Okay, if if you're saying those people. Should be protected. Yeah. I agree. Yes, protect those people. No, no, I'm, I'm David, saying why don't... David, the fuck am I having a hard time understanding what you're talking about?
0: I'm saying these are the not protected people. Scroll down. Not protected others. Do you want to protect... Or do you have a reason to think about protecting any of not protected others right there?
1: Alex Cap. No, I'm not worried about him. Mark Birch, No. I mean, Wyatt Omnesberg is the only one. I would protect Wyatt Omnesberg. Well, I, I would. It depends on what the front office wants to do. I would protect Wyatt Omnesberg if uh, if they plan on fucking playing him or getting some getting him some time yeah. somewhere. Same with Carter Manley. I haven't I haven't thrown in the towel on Carter Manley. But if you don't have a plan for him, and we talked about how the defense needs an overhaul. It doesn't need backups. It doesn't need to develop. It needs to get there. But if you don't have a plan to get him minutes anywhere else either, then. Okay, fine. Yeah. Fucking let him go. So, let's, so um, let's echo. No, don't protect him. Fernando, Bob. Uh, well, how many are we at then? You going to start making some tough choices. So here. here's
0: here's the thing. So here's how. Here's what I think Minnesota United should do. Um, or what they will probably do. Not necessarily that they should do. But what they would do will do is that. Coleman, Miguel Ibarra, Romario Barra, Katero. Angelo Rodriguez uh, Eric Miller Which I think is probably A question mark Finley Molino Mil- Calvo Boxall And Schuler Will be the, the protected players Right Then you have Your Not protected But notables Who They might protect Shuttleworth Lamson uh, T.S. On Warner Venegas But I think
1: We still have to protect Venegas Out on loan
0: Yes Okay Yes You do So It wouldn't surprise me If they trade one of those players to FC Cincinnati to guarantee that they don't get someone taken. Sure. But it, if you're FC Cincinnati and you're looking at Minnesota United why would you take any fucking player from
1: Minnesota United? I mean and then if we're uh, assuming that the ones that you suggested are slam dunks I, I think Mill, I don't think Miller is a slam dunk and, and being protected but every, but every other one was a so, slam dunk so, so yes if we're, if we're talking about the dregs um, man yeah I don't know. I I don't know why they would pick any of these fucking guys either. Yeah. So we probably a- we probably don't have to protect anybody. Just yeah. f- I mean, except for those players you listed, just fucking tempt fate. Yeah. I would I would say that you can you could protect
0: eight players on this team and be fine, and without worrying about because there's uh 18, 18 teams are eligible for the uh, expansion draft, um, and there's five expansion draft spots, right? right? So I'm pretty much – I'm guessing that is there – there's going to be five more better players than anything that's on Minnesota's roster outside of, yeah. like, the six best players on Minnesota's roster. Yeah. So you could literally protect eight people and you'd be totally fine. Like, yeah, who's taking see. Who's taking Michael Boxall? Yeah, who's taking yeah. Rasmus Schuler?
1: Yeah.
0: No one's taking Bobby Shuttleworth. And I love those guys, but, like, no one's taking them. So. Yeah.
1: No, know. it's a good point. If you get if you get a pick of the litter, that's not who you're going with. But. Yeah. Considering, Considering that
0: there's going to be some really amazing players that are going to be available. Uh, well. well, I don't anyways. have
1: anything to add to that. I uh, I came unprepared for that piece of the discussion. <laughs> but it's a good one, and uh, it'll give us... Is there, <laughs> is there anybody... So you might, you're looking at my list. Is there anybody yeah. that you would protect over another player? No, no. The, the, ones, the ones that you've... Shuler... Schuler's good. Yeah. Schuler's on the fence. Boxall's on the fence. Miller's on the fence. I would put Fernando Bob in the on the fence um, thing, but like, yes. that's the thing. Like, if if they if somebody took him, well, okay, I wouldn't fucking lose any sleep over it. Yeah. Nobody's taking Ibsen. I I, I you know, okay, be, I know that that'd be fine to actually part ways with him. Nobody's taking Cronin if he's even fucking takeable. You know, nobody's taking Pan I I don't know. I, there's a couple of maybe Fernando Bob makes the fringe. That's as one more <laughs> player for the fringe. As an advocate of the Pangop Party, you are you are out on France Pangop I, I, how Party. How am yeah. I still cast as the advocate of the Pangop Party? I don't, you, you, I don't know. You still are, man. Oh. I said one time I wanted to see him start. <laughs> well, all right. Well, shit, fuck you Let's talk, does, let's talk about United News Other United News Alright so uh, Matty Lamps Matt Lampson Sorry does this Does this end our Our season wrap up this, I think this does yes. Okay Do you have anything else to add No this, It's been great It's yeah. been a great season uh, With you Has it not, been Not all, oh, well, yeah. No the play hasn't oh, been, oh, yeah, but yeah It's been Me a great you, I've yes. loved talking about it Yeah
0: I, lo- I love I love that we do this every week It really does Like it's Like I don't know man It's one so like the highlights of my week Like I have like It's scheduled on my calendar
1: <laughs> Get a better <laughs> life
0: <laughs> I know But I still I, I do love it I do love talking soccer With uh, one of my very 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 good friends You're gonna David make me Martin. Fucking
1: cry here Yeah man. I know He just wants a really good Fucking uh, yeah. baby shower gift This weekend
0: Yeah uh, So yeah So we'll see how that How that goes with this podcast You're gonna be here. showered with babies. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So yeah. So that ends our our end of the year review uh, of Minnesota United. Um, so we're we've literally cut off last year, and we're just looking forward to next year. So yep. it's done. No it's more. All behind no us. more questions about last year. It's a repressed only, memory. Now, only yeah. questions about this going forward. This team going forward. Why this team is not uh, firing uh, Adrian Heath every day. That's fine. You can keep, you're, keep
1: answering those questions. You're going there again. Yeah, keep sending those Believe questions. It. Yeah, I know.
0: All right, let's talk about other United news. Uh, Matty Lampson, Matthew Lampson, won MLS
1: Humanitarian of the Year. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Deservedly so. Yes, absolutely. Uh, cancer survivor himself, and uh, uh, helps others now with that, um, battling it. So yeah, he showed up at the Dark Clouds End of the Year Awards that w- and accepted his award. That
0: was the most generous thing he over did over all year, fucking yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah so uh, speaking of that Dark Clouds end of the year wrap up uh, as you guys probably know uh, both uh, David Martin and myself are very involved with the Dark Clouds um, and we raised over $3,000 for the SANA Foundation at the end of the year awards Tony Um, was there yeah Tony was there for a long time Uh, Michael Boxel showed up uh, the aforementioned Matt Lampson Eric Miller showing up looking like he is part of the uh of the dark clouds, yeah. No, he's part of the <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota United, like, intern team. Oh, he <laughs> like, did kinda, The guy yeah, looks I like know. a fucking intern. <laughs> he looks kind of like a kid. I love Eric Miller, but he looks like a fucking intern. Um, so, yeah. So, as, thank you for everybody who came out and uh, donated and, and yep. helped out on that. And uh, the Davis I know donated a uh, uh, podcast guest spot that was won by Brian Hamph, who will be joining us in a future podcast. When he gets time. Yeah. So... Uh, Yeah, Minnesota is also apparently Interested in a Colombian defender Eddie Segura of Atletico Julia uh, Colombian, I guess I don't know anything about him Yeah, Me neither And then finally, uh, Gophers Watch Party If you are a fan of soccer And like uh, women's soccer There's a University of Minnesota The Gophers are in the NCAA tournament They made it to the uh, Thirty round of thirty-two, the second round of the soccer NCAA soccer tournament.
1: This is this is as far as Minnesota women's soccer has ever made it. Yeah, in, in this kind of format, they were a seven seed in the Big Ten tournament. One, yeah, the they, Big Ten tournament. They w- they rolled
0: through the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. Won it,
1: yeah, absolutely. So a big underdog there ended up winning it. Made it to the big dance. Now knocked off another fucking club. So I, I mean, they knocked
0: they, off Auburn. They're they're, they're playing UCLA, which is a they're like a three seed in the tournament,
1: so yeah, they, they've just been they've just been underdogs the whole yep. time and haven't given a shit. Yeah. So yes, hangout Friday, get to where's where it at? It's at Black Stack. Black Stack. Um, so
0: we watched. So I watched this with a bunch of other. Uh, it's weird because Equal Time Soccer. Uh, if you don't follow them at Equal Time Soccer, which Matt Pravaski runs, uh, he basically covers the U.S. Uh, the the Gopher College soccer team. It's amazing. Um, it's Minnesota women's soccer. Minnesota women's soccer, yep. yes. And they, they they actually did a bu- he did a bunch of uh, of live tweets of other games, um, but he they hosted a watch party for the Gopher game on Friday. It was at Blackheart, and there's a there's like some the co- like the coach's wife was there. There was like uh, parents of girls on the team that were there, and then there was like me in my Gopher football jersey like oh yeah u of m <laughs> so it was, it was weird but it was it was awesome um so we're gonna do they're doing a watch party again uh on friday at black stack 9:30 p.m is when the game kicks off it's in use it's at it's in la at you against UCL ucla so um yeah and so black Stack actually also was the sponsor of the uh one of the women's soccer teams yep the Cure. fire the fire yeah uh fire
1: sc they were the kit sponsor and they yep. had a they had a uh, post game every uh um every what do you call it yeah post game party every game every match day <laughs> I <laughs> forgot, yeah i yeah. forgot yeah. nouns
0: forgot, forgot words
1: yeah
0: uh so yeah so go to black stack uh on friday at 9 yep. 30 uh come hang out i'll be there i don't know maybe martin will be there probably nope. probably okay. will not. my wife will not definitely not be there because it's after eight o'clock so <laughs> She's definitely not coming there, but I'll be there. I'll be drinking some uh, IPAs or something. So come join us. So, Do it. all right. Uh, so we got some fucking answers. We got some questions. Dave Martin. Well, they've got questions. Let's we'll see whether we have eh, answers. Fair. Uh, at Carl Arthur Bates. Uh, Carl Bates asks us. He has two questions. Which player gets the most forgettable, bang average? Forgot he even played, but played a lot. Awarded this season.
1: From Minnesota. Forgot he even played, but played a lot. Yeah. Award. Uh. I always forget that Colin Martin and Colin Warner exist. Yeah, I forget both those guys. Are I was people. gonna. You mean? Yeah. And they that, played a reasonable amount.
0: That makes sense. I was gonna say um, either Tyro Mears.
1: Yeah. Or
0: or Alexi Gomez.
1: I, as pro- I, I don't. I, I, I remember no, Alexi played. Gomez.
0: Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Yeah, no, I just so. just
1: totally forgot even exact. You know, Rasmus Schuler's and you know, I think part of it's just the central midfield glut because it's just yeah. we turn over him so much, and there's it, it, not they don't have much of a distinctive play style. You know, it's just roaming. Maybe Rasmus Schuler because he's constantly playing, but he's just he did, he never stood out. He's fine, but yeah, that's fair. Uh, so he also
0: has another question: which player that is under crunch
1: uh, under? contract for next season do we most wish wasn't under contract for next season I'll be honest with you I I don't follow contract deals I I don't follow who's on for how long for how much Um, the I mean the problem here is that most MLS contracts are like
0: day to day basically like (laughs) like literally like uh, you could be cut and you're actually out of your contract and can be signed as a free agent because of the MLS bargaining agreement, like you are technically like put it back into a pool of players that then because MLS teams, holds the contract. Yeah, yeah, so it's not so the so. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe Ibsen. I I really I, I love Ibsen. I really don't want Ibsen back on this team next year.
1: Yeah, I think it's time to move on. Um, yeah, thank you for your service.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I'll it go be- with Ibsen. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny, funny. because he. Uh, I'm pretty sure he had some uh, some uh, bonuses or, or some contract stipulations built into his contract. If he played a certain number of, of minutes and games this year, this is the reason why you did not see Ibsen at all for the last like four games. Because he year. reached that point. And he, it's was, like, okay, he was and getting done. he was getting very much to the point, which is funny because Orlando City did not realize that with one of their players, and now they're stuck with a, a guy they didn't want. And they fucked up. So, That's I mean, funny. C- kudos to the to uh, Manny and Amos for realizing. Hey, Ibsen's getting really close to his his you know contract things. Oh. All right, uh, Adu. So Adu uh, Rosales has been asking. He's been trying to ask questions for a long time. He's really terrible at Twitter. <laughs> uh, he asked us a question back in October. If you could command all Wonderwall supporters and their opinions didn't matter. What would you mandate to be done so that the experience becomes better for the majority of participants? Think of it as being a supporter group Supreme Leader. So if you could be if you could be Supreme Leader Snoke. So after to- or Emperor Palpatine and just and just mandate that we do this thing or well, here's we do the thing. a thing so- or we get rid of a thing.
1: So, I get absolute power, but it still says that the goal has to be to make the experience better for the majority of people. Yes. It doesn't say I can just make my own little fucking quirk. Nope, exactly. A big you gotta, thing. So it so to make be it better for them. the majority of people, God.
0: but you have absolute power.
1: Yeah. What do you got? Right? Um, uh, how about mandatory volunteers? <laughs> that's, so would that, would that that's make, really good you know like a certain number of hours and you can you can spend those hours anywhere that you want so i think that it would be better overall i i this is assuming that people's personal lives don't make it impossible to do that but um i think with more volunteerism we put a better product if you want to call it that out there we get better ideas more fun i think you, you end up making friends and connections that deepen that experience i think it makes it a more lively experience on game day um you know People would hate me when they can't volunteer. They don't want to, and I fucking make them. But uh, <laughs> that w- yeah, how about that? That's mandatory volunteers. That's that's good. I like that.
0: I like that a lot, actually. Um, I would say uh, no complaining about flags. No,
1: I. That's the thing. I hate the people that complain about flags, and I hate the people that are like, "It's happening again. Someone's complaining about flags. Why is this happening to me? Of all the people, why does my life so bad? I I cares if they're complaining. Fuck them. Yeah. Why do you feel like you have to rise to deal with the issue? They don't like it. I think that. But yeah, but,
0: but but my thing would be if if no one can complain about flags, then there
1: will be no the backlash. There'll be people complaining about flags and That's, yeah. everything moves. That's the real savior yeah, There is that Exactly. It's, it's not about this side's wrong and this side's right. It's just that the conversation doesn't have just, to happen yeah, just, anymore. It just doesn't exist yeah. anymore. That'd be fine. So,
0: all right, uh, Rodrigo Sanchez, RSC spoken word on Twitter. He's a frequent uh podcast co-host. If you could have one Peruvian player that was part of the starting 11 World Cup squad who would it be? And I'm I've pulled up the Peruvian World Cup squad here for you, David okay. Martin, so that we you let's can so we can I'm gonna, look at it.
1: Look, I'm gonna, uh, and I'm I'm gonna go with um, M. Araujo. <laughs> He's not part of the. He was wasn't, wasn't he? Of, no. I literally <laughs> just I literally just Googled Peruvian <laughs> soccer players and read like the first <laughs> thing that I said. It didn't even have his first name in there. Okay, so let's see it. Scroll down there. All I right, see, sorry, yeah. All right, so. That's oh y- that w- uh, <laughs> Yoshi Yotun. Yeah, so we we need a central midfield overhaul. Yeah, uh, Yoshi Yotun can even play on the wing. Yeah, Yoshi Yotun.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, I mean
0: Edison Flores is is great and would be amazing. We don't really necessarily need another winger. No. Um but we need central midfielders. We do need central midfielders. So yeah, I kind of I kind of kind of gonna go with you. You too. Yeah, you
1: All right. So. You, you thought do. he was going to stump us, but I, f- I yeah. didn't fucking know you, The problem take, is that he, play- he played for Orlando City this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a fucking feather in your cap. Yeah.
0: All right, take that, Rodrigo. Uh, all right, uh, LaCribs, Andy asks How many hiatuses did you guys take in 2018? Just one. Just one. Yeah. Just one. We've we've taken. And that some, was the first time we've
1: ever taken. I. We've taken some breaks where we uh, we didn't record we like for a week, a week off. off or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, we had a couple of. I think we had a time where like a couple of weeks consecutively conspired again. You know, we recorded, but then it, you know we had problems oh, yeah, we with had, the yeah, audio, so we didn't yeah, publish we that week. So audio well issues But that's not a hiatus. Whatever. It's no, just no, it's shit just, happens. Yeah,
0: uh, and then finally, um, Mags, Mags jumps in. Mags got a Twitter account. Not through, uh, j-
1: what, just to talk to oh, us? Oh, no, no,
0: she Apparently, maybe.
1: Yeah. Uh, Mags, <laughs> you can DM me at, no, I'm just, I'm uh, just uh, trying to chance Andy You Andy can
0: switch up the Common Market intro music for some Michael Buble Christmas music for one episode. XOXO. I don't know, man. That's uh, that's my thing, isn't that's it? It's your yeah. thing. So just because she said XOXO, I'll do it. All right. So, Mags, we're doing it. We're going to. Swipe out some of the intro music or the outro. We maybe do the outro music. I'll figure Michael it out. Or something. I'll figure it out. Yeah.
1: I mean, don't kill yourself doing it. I so. may literally kill
0: myself doing <laughs> it. All right. Uh, so, I think that's it, man. Are, are, do you anything Thank else you God. want to talk about? The no. Let's, the year? let's just
1: put a bullet in this season and fucking take it out back and start turning it into glue. That's fair. Um, one
0: of the things that we want to talk about, though, is that we will be doing eventually a uh, sort of we did it last year. End of the year. Dave's. I know. Party. I think we might be doing it at Blackheart where, we, you know, where we're going to record some stuff. You guys can jump on mics if you want to record some stuff. That was a fun episode last year. So we'll let you know better dates when we know better dates. Probably. Psh, you sounded prepared to make this announcement. I did not. I was not. Uh, but we'll, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's just a matter of we can figure out when. Um, yeah. But you can always find us at davesi dot com. Email us questions at davesi know at gmail dot com. Uh, website that
1: I do not ever check. We should you follow. It's, mo- it's mostly just uh, invitations to check out some ladies' dirty panties. On yeah, dirty internet, panties
0: you know? and or an, uh, Nigerian uh, uh, money scams. Yeah. Uh,
1: at TDikmn is where
0: you find us on Twitter. You can find the money Martin
1: scam industry from a GDP perspective is like ninety percent of the pie yeah. in Nigeria. It's like wheat, and then goat fucking, and then it's uh, and then it's money scams. That's most of it. That's at regular David on Twitter.
0: You can find me at Texas Seller. Uh, donate to the Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/backslash. The days I know. Thank you so much for for listening.
1: You do yours, land here, become fee, cunt. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our things, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our things, do it. Yeah, we, we, we do our things, son. Some paint a piece, some spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. Uh, we, we, we do our things, son. We can't do nothing at all. Yeah, I know we can't do nothing at all. I can't do nothing at all. Yeah, I know we can't do nothing at all. Check it out,